Sacred Space. So welcome back again to the third part of Sacred Space. My name is John Keeley. And today I'm joined, and welcome again into the Common Sea Studio here in Ireland, Father Frank Duick from Newcastle West. Good morning to you, Father Frank. How are you? Very well, John. Thank you very much. Good. Thanks a lot for coming out. As you, as, as listeners would, uh, would would know at this particular stage, I always seem to mention Lecture Divina at least once and maybe twice during the programmes each week. And that's because there's a, a group of us meet every Monday night uh, in Newcastle West from 10 past 8 to 10 past 9. Father Frank Duick leads us in what, what is called Lecture Divina. And people might be wondering, what is Lecture Divina? Okay, the man himself, Lecture Divina. What's all this? Yeah, okay, well, you could talk for a long time about what is Lecture Divina, but just uh, briefly, it's a very ancient way, very uh, much used in the church for uh, the first thousand years or more, an ancient way of reading and reflecting on the Word of God, uh, based on the principle that what God has to say is of great importance to all of us. And they devised this way in the early church, and as I say, for over a thousand years, uh, they read and reflected on the scriptures in this way. And the, it, it's based on an intense listening. So does, we read it a number of times, you know. It's not mm. as if we're slow and we need... Mm. It's just we read it a number of times great attention to the word and a kind of reading between the lines if you like um, but that God has spoken this is the word of God we need to listen to him and uh, and I think there's a great need to listen to him today and maybe it's because people are experiencing the need to listen to him that things like Lexio Divina are becoming more popular than they would have been say 20-30 years ago So, um, but the whole idea is that it's in you try to discern what they call the movement of God in the passage of Scripture you're reading. What's mm-hmm. what's God doing in that passage? What is Jesus doing? And it's, uh, and that movement that's in the Scripture uh, there, as you see, what's going on in that Scripture, we then we try to, having reflected on the text, having read it a good few times, we move on now to the present and we try to find that movement of God in our experience and relating to that particular mm. passage of scripture and it's amazing like you know how much we can relate it when we make the effort and when we really really listen to the word it's amazing how much meaning you can draw from it that is relevant to us uh, today I think there's a lot of us there who, who attends uh, like they were at the start would have thought well, what am I doing here type of thing this has got nothing to do with me mm. But the more we stay there, the more you started through, uh, throwing ideas out to us, the more we kind of recognise, yeah, this has a lot to do with us now today. Yeah. Situations in life, and, and there were parts of the gospel there that, that you would highlight and you'd suggest, where have we seen that today in our own life? And, and, and it, it, it prompted us to you know, think. Yeah. And within the group, and there might be 20 of us, there might be 15, there might be 27 of us there, but usually one or two people would come up with something and then that would prompt somebody else to think of somebody else. What I'm trying to get to is this. What I see with Lecture Divina itself, I think, the, for me anyway, the Holy Spirit's working in there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and the Holy Spirit is working through all of us. Mm-hmm. And there's no such thing as a right and a wrong idea to pick from the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. because the Holy Spirit might be speaking with me to me in my life, mm-hmm. which is different to somebody else's. Yes, and I think the beautiful thing about Lecture Divina that I see from the people that I speak to there. Is it, it seems to speak to all of us, Father Frank. Yeah, I think so. And what you said there about it's, it's not a, a question of you're right and you're wrong. Yeah. It's 
But that's why we do the bit of context, you know, so that we don't misinterpret, you know, we have a look at the commentaries and spend five or six minutes mm. placing the thing in context so that we don't go wildly offside in our interpretation of it. Yeah. I think that's an important part of the Lexio Divina. You mentioned there, John, a second ago, that the first time you went, you wonder what am I doing here? I remember clearly the first time I attended a Lexio Divina group. I was still in Maynooth College uh, uh, working there at the time. And one of the scripture uh, professors uh, decided he would start a group. And, and when I attended my first session, I thought it was a bit contrived, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I wouldn't say I was widely impressed, but I said, I'll stay with this. This, is, this has worked very well for people in the past. So I stayed with it and it, it grew on me, you know. And you said, and that's what was your experience as yes, well, and yes. the experience of most people. And I think what's happening there, the more we listen, to the word of God, the more God draws us in. Mm, mm. Because don't forget, it's not just trying to reach God. Mm. God, and we'll see that in our gospel this evening when we look at it, that God is also wanting to reach us, you know. Yeah. Mm. And when we listen to the word, he's drawn closer to his word and and he's getting a chance to say something to us that he mightn't get in the busyness uh, of our lives. If we didn't take that step off, the gravy train and Mm-mm. take the time like yeah, we yeah. do on the Monday evening. So. Just one more thing too that I mentioned and then what I might just do is just play some of these fast parts. But one of the things that um, that you've mentioned to us and we've all experienced too is we'd hear the, the gospel read, we'll say this year, and the next year then it's read again. Mm. But something new comes, something new, something deeper. Yeah, and what I, what I see that as, the way I interpret that, and it's very true what you're saying, I think everybody that has been with it a while and have... Mm come back to the same passages again in the three-year cycle, uh, would say that they have found that. And what I think is going on there is that it, I, I like to see Lexio Divina and anything about the Word of God against the background of the parable of the sower. Okay. That is the story Jesus told us when he was trying to explain the living power of the Word of God. Mm-hmm. And he said the seed is the Word of God, you know, depending on the kind of uh, soil it, it falls mm-hmm. on, you know, it gets a good reception, or if we're all distracted, it gets a poor reception, whatever it is, mm-hmm. and he talks about weeds and thorns and, um, and uh, so forth. But as you read a particular passage, and you read, there's, there's a particular phrase that comes to you as meaning a lot to you at a yeah. particular time, mm-hmm. and you decide to reflect on that and live with it through the week a bit, mm-hmm. then, and the next time you read that gospel, it can be some other phrase. And I think what's happening there, I'd like to think that what's happening there is that, that the, the piece that impressed you the first time is a kind of sown in your heart. It's gone in okay. because you gave it the time, you mm. gave it the reflection, you mm. prayed to the Spirit about it. Mm. And now there's some other little seed that wants to take root in mm. the soil of your heart, mm. so to speak. Some other little word or phrase. And it takes a, a many, many lifetimes to grasp what the gospel you is. Never get to the bottom of it, yeah, as you yeah, have to say. No, so, Father Frank, what I might do, I might invite you to put on a pair of headphones there, because what I have is, um, over, over the last number of weeks, I have asked a, a, a few of my uh, friends and colleagues there at Lecture Domina just to give me their view on what, what they get from Lecture Domina. So let's say that. 
My name is Margaret O'Sullivan and I've been doing Lexio for over 10 years now, uh, prompted by somebody that I feel was through the Holy Spirit, that I was interested always in doing scripture study, but never knew where or how to do it. And this particular person said to me then, um, would I be interested in coming to Lexio? And I came over 10 years ago and I've been coming on and off since. And I find the weeks I come, I benefit so much by reading what's in the gospel for the following Sunday. I particularly get great inspiration from um, the Lexio group and particularly from Father Duig who gives great wisdom and insight into the uh, scripture for the following Sunday and I find when I read it during the week that if I really read it and listen to what uh, God is saying to me he prompts me to use it in my own life by thinking about where I am in my life in relation to the gospel um, it's very easy to become uh, close to Jesus by reading the gospel um, every day. I don't always do it, but the more I read my scripture passage, the more I will get out of it. Um, it's very easy to um, not do it, but I find the weeks that I am listening to the gospel and reading it over and over again, there will be something that will touch me that will make it more meaningful. Um, it's not something that you have to do every week or every day, but the more you do it, the more benefit will become um, for you. My name is Anne, and I've been coming to Lexio now for about five years. And I, I've always, I, I came to Lexio because I love scripture. And since I came here, I love it even more. And what I love about it is that well, we we you know we studied the gospel for for say the following Sunday and it's it's just so relative to, to today. Sometimes I think God, this has been written just for me that I can it re, I recall something it applies to me and it, it it is just so real. I find it most enriching. And some some evenings I might say God, I'm a bit tired to go, but I always leave Lexio Divina saying I am so glad I came. My name is Ellen and uh, I have to say that the meaning and the understanding of scripture has taken on a new meaning uh, for me in my life and that's down to um, really coming to Lexio most Monday nights in Newcastle West and um, the, uh, the message from Father Frank helping us to understand the meaning of uh, scripture for us in our lives today. My name is Mary. Mm. I, I've been coming to Lexio for approximately the last five years. I love coming to Lexio. It gives such meaning to my life. I can understand the gospel so much better and relate it to my everyday life. My name is May. I attend Lexio Divina every Monday evening if possible. It amazes me that the gospels written 2,000 years ago still relate to our way of life today. My name is John, and I've been attending uh, Lexio Divina at, in the church in the church office in Newcastle West for about the last ten years now. Lexio Divina, in 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 my estimation, uh, is all to do with putting a bit of depth into your religion. We all have faith, or we wouldn't be uh, attending uh, attending mass and uh, the sacraments. But sometimes our faith can be uh, a little a little doubtful it mightn't be deep as we'd like it to be 
And I think the Lexio Divina is, uh, puts a bit of depth into our faith that we can uh, really follow the Gospels and uh, the Word of Christ. And uh, faith is a funny thing. It's a kind of a leap, if you like. People talk about the leap of faith because the whole idea of faith is that something maybe can't be proven. And uh, I always say to my wife, who has great faith, I say, I wish I had your faith. I'm not saying I'm I'm, I'm sceptical, but um, I don't think I have the, the real depth of faith that my wife has. But that, that's neither here nor there. But the Lexio Divina uh, puts a bit of depth and a bit of study into the Gospels. And uh, uh, we toss it around and everyone has their say. And uh, we say, we say, our, we, we read the we read the gospel of the day and uh, we uh, go into depth in uh, in dissecting it and it's amazing what comes out in the discussions and uh, it as i say it it's uh, it's it deepens our faith because often we just go to mass and the sacraments and we're just skating over the surface and the lexio divina puts puts depth into this and that's uh, that would be the final word i have to say is it, it deepens our faith and it's a very worthwhile exercise. My name is Mary and I have been attending Lectio Divina in Newcastle West on Monday nights since it began about 15 years ago. I seldom miss a Monday night and if for any unavoidable reason I do, I really feel that there is a very special and important part of my week missing. I love the guidance and direction that the Word of God, which is fully read, explored, explained and pondered on during the hour of Lectio uh, gives to me in the living out of my daily life. It helps me to live as close as possible to the way that Jesus would like me to live it. And that is a really lovely but also challenging life. The beauty of Lectio is that it gives direction week by week. Also, as each gospel is repeated during the different church year cycles, I get a chance to get the guidance and direction on a repeated basis, which is very helpful uh, to me as a human. Prior to discovering Lexio Divina, I used to of knowing if I was keeping on the path of life according to God's plan. I had the commandments on my conscience, but they were vaguer signposts. But with Lexio, I get a fully fleshed out, uh, I fully fleshed out guidance on a weekly basis, and I get examples from the life of Jesus and direction from his teaching. Examples to follow in my life and dangers to avoid. The challenging thing about Lexio is that it is always personal. I have to look at my life, not point the finger at anyone else's life. Against the background of the Word of God, I have to examine my own life, its ups and its downs. Finally, then just to kind of make it more maybe practical for someone who maybe still wondering what Lectio Divina is about after all of that, I'll make some comparisons with other aspects of my life. I get my blood pressure and my pulse checked to monitor my heart. I get blood tests done to monitor my general health. I have regular dental checkups uh, to monitor the state of my, my dental health. I follow signpost maps, or my very modern sat-nav, to get me to my correct destination when I'm travelling. I use the weighing scales to check my weight. I check the ingredients and best before dates on food to ensure a healthy diet. And now I have Lexio to offer me a weekly checkup on my spiritual health and well-being. 
and I am very happy to have that. That's the end um, of my input on the value of Lexio Divina in my life. Thank you, John. So that gives us an idea of um, what some thoughts were. There's about seven or eight members there that I took. Some were in cars, some were recorded outside, some were recorded inside. But they're ordinary people, like myself, who attend Lecture Divine every Monday night, as I said, ten past eight, ten past nine, in the Paris Centre there in Newcastle West. In fact, I think there, there, there was a few thoughts maybe you have there, but one of the thoughts that came to me there, or one word that I heard of one particular person, which she said, it's amazing that I'm reading this, these gospel stories. 2,000 years ago, and they speak to me. Yeah, that's the amazing cost. The, the Word of God is an ever-living uh, reality, yeah. and um, that's a concept that's hard enough maybe to grasp initially, like, but it's the, the living Word of God, and it will always provide meaning in way, and people have spent their whole lives studying the Scriptures and still find mm. new meaning from it. You know, you won't get to the bottom. It's a bottomless well. You won't get to the bottom of it. The bottom, yeah. No, it's, um, you won't ever get bored. You won't ever be able to arrive and say, well, I've done that. That's right. Yeah, just one other comment that I just want to make before we actually might even move into the Gospel myself, uh, ourselves. I found for, my, uh, for myself that um, sometimes you would suggest, well, you, you suggest it was everywhere, every week. Take some time there maybe to take away a word or a thought with you. Mm-hmm. And outside a circular word, as if I'm prompted to. Yes. But I'm not too sure where that's going with me in that particular moment. Yeah. But as I stay with that throughout the week, mm-hmm. and as the week goes on, suddenly that comes a little bit brighter to me. What I mean brighter to me is this. Some, some, uh, quite often I find it does have a meaning within my life where I can connect with something in my life. It's as if somebody's knocking on my door and said, listen, pal, keep an eye on that one out this week because that might have something to say with you. I, and that, that's what you say to us. Sometimes you, you need to have that trust. What you're doing, you're, you're really listening, you see. You're really listening to that particular phrase or word. You know, I often say to the children, like, you know, we're preparing for communion confirmation. We meet them in groups and... Um, about the importance of listening to God, you know. And I said, did your mammy ever come into the room to you and say, go up and tidy your room? And she'd come in five minutes later and you're still at the PlayStation or whatever, you know. And it's, did your mammy ever say, are you listening to me? And yeah. yeah. I, I can, God can, I'd be like that, yeah, I think, yeah. sometimes, you know, yeah. because we only half listen. But when we really listen, it takes on a yeah. whole new meaning. But that was wonderful in a way to hear, the, you know, to hear some of those um, people who give in their thoughts. And so the invitation is, anybody out there, that's from those seven or eight people and myself, why not come, try it out, ten past eight, ten past nine, Newcastle West in the Paris Centre, Father Frank's there. Um, you don't have to say anything if you don't want to. I mean, there's about 27 of us there some nights, and some nights some people don't want to say things. Anytime, that's fine, but they're getting something. The Holy Spirit is speaking regardless of whether you are, as long as you're listening. And He's in the silence too. He's in silence too. Yeah. So now at this stage we go uh, for a second piece of music and this one is entitled uh, Come As You Are by Poor Girl which might be just ideal after listening to Father Frank sharing with us there and Lecture Divina. Come as you are That's how I want you Come as you are Feel quite at home Close to my heart, loved and forgiven Come as you are, I stand alone
Sacred Space, 